Welcome to Bike Talk with Dave. I'm your host, Dave Mabel, and I'm glad you're here. Today we're talking about the dream of riding your bicycle across Iowa. In fact, a whole team of dreams. Brian O'Leary is the executive director of the Dream Team Des Moines, an organization that helps teenagers in central Iowa achieve the dream of finishing the Register's annual Great Bike Ride across Iowa, or RAGBRAI. But it's so much more than that, as you'll hear shortly. But before we get into our conversation, I'd love to tell you about a great offer from Adventure Plus, a movie streaming service for people like us. Hundreds of great films on skiing, mountaineering, rock climbing, kayaking, and even cycling. With films like Women of Dirt, Four Days, Four Mountains, and the classic On My Own Two Wheels, the story of five people around the world who use the bike to do what they do to change the world. A health worker in Zambia, a student in India, and a farmer in Guatemala, all using the bicycle to make their lives and life on earth better. Adventure Plus, it's an awesome subscription, and I'll tell you what, you can't hardly buy a beer for the price of a monthly subscription. But it's even better than that, as I've partnered with Adventure Plus to give you your first 90 days for free. That's right, click the link in my show notes to sign up for three months of free streaming of awesome, inspirational films from around the world. I promise you'll be glad you did. Check it out at adventureplus.com. And now to the first of my July Ragbri themed episodes with Brian O'Leary and the Dream Team. Brian O'Leary, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Dave. Awesome. You got a good ride in yesterday. We did, 68 miles with the team. That's awesome. And you didn't just ride on trails? We didn't. We were out on roads getting lots of hills on our way out to Monroe and back down that, to downtown Des Moines. That's very cool. So Brian O'Leary, the current president of the, is it just Dream Team? Dream I want to call it Dream Team. Dream something, Team something, Des Moines something. is the official nonprofit name. And I'm our director, executive director. And then we also have a, a board of directors with a president. So, Well, you're the executive director? Yeah. Hired position? Nope. No, nope. volunteer, volunteer only. <laughs> That's awesome. So tell me in your words, if you're the executive director, I bet you have a pretty good elevator speech about what the dream team is. So bring can, it on. I can give you one of those. <laughs> I'd love it. So I'll start with our mission statement. Dream Team uses the power of a bicycle to assist youth in developing a positive approach to life's challenges. So it's way more than being about bicycling. I love that we're using a bicycle, but this is all about teaching youth how to set goals, how to dream big, surround themselves with a positive environment, people who can help them out, and then achieve that goal. So we want that to translate into life, and we've seen that happen time and time again. So we're taking youth on RAGBRAI. That's the ultimate goal that we've set before them. And then we show them how to get there. And we're meeting with them three days a week. We're mentoring them. We're showing them how to ride a bike, how to do it safely, how to ride in groups safely, and how to add miles, add hills. Mother Nature provides the wind and the rain and everything else that we've ridden in over the seasons. And then they are absolutely ready by the time we get to the week of RAGBRAI. That's awesome. So many directions we could take this, and I'm sure we'll probably take it on a few of them, and I hardly know where to start. Dream Team's awesome. 
First of all, it is your 25th year, not your personally 25th year, but I know the Dream Team is celebrating its 25th year this year. Yes. Does that include COVID? So is it 26 years or is this It 20? does. Yeah, so okay. It, the first year was 1997, started by then director of RAGBRAI, Greeny, Jim mm -hmm. Green. Mm -hmm. And um, so this will be our 25th RAGBRAI. Okay. The, yep, coming up here soon. Um, so it would have been 26, but yeah. 25 rag brass. That's awesome. And how many have you personally been involved in? This is year 11 for me. That's almost half. Sure. Let's look at it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's pretty yeah, impressive. Pretty I remember when, uh, when you were getting involved, was Rochelle involved in the beginning? Not at the beginning. So Rochelle's my sister. I, her and I, I kind of drug her along on rag bry initially. Okay. Um, and, and, and the two of us really bonded together using a bicycle and rag bride and that was just a really positive experience for me and then i found this dream team and i got involved there and soon after my, my sister followed and she was a mentor for a while and then my wife followed and now she's a volunteer with me um, so it has become kind of a family affair my our dad uh even uh, volunteered for a year and helped out with support and rode part of rag bride with us wow that is uh you are deeply involved yes tying everybody in um i i uh <laughs> we have to talk about Rochelle for a little <laughs> bit. Um, and in fact, I know, I think it's your grandparents who I used to see at Living History Farms every year uh, doing the, the 10K or whatever it was, seven mile uh, race through the woods. Yes, Earl and Ethel. Earl and Ethel. Right. Yes. Are yes. Those, is that your grandparents? Great grandparents? I don't remember the relation. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yes, my sister and I did dress up as an old couple, and I, I would drag around a walker, and she would drag around a cane, and we would do that cross-country race together. And you were, and you were cantankerous old people. Oh Get my off gosh. my lawn. Yes. You, we, you guys we were are awesome. all in you a little were, bit. <laughs> I feel like every year you made it into the paper. I know you made it into Momentum Magazine. You guys were awesome. If we go back, there will be less acting. If we, if we ever do that again. <laughs> it's real now? Yeah, I used to have to spray paint my hair gray, and, you know, that's all natural now. So <laughs> yeah, That's awesome. So you, you and Rochelle have a great history of doing stuff together, and it seems like everywhere I would end up with a camera, you two would show up, whether it was the Red Flannel Run, whether it was Rag Bry, whether it was uh, Living History Farms Run, whatever. Even, uh, do you do Des Moines Half? Des Moines. Yes, we've done that. It was we've done Dam to Dam. Dam to Dam. Yep, yep. Um, and we always, anytime we did an outdoor event together, we always asked each other, "When are we going to see Dave? Dave Mabel is <laughs> going to be around this corner with a camera, or at some point in this adventure?" We're I'm gonna telling you, it was like, I don't know, bread and butter or whatever. If if there was an event and you guys were there and I was there, we would. I mean, even if there the. 20,000 people on RAGBRAI, and we'd run into you, each other probably every day. Yep. Kind of amazing. So long history yes. and uh, um, fun that you guys have all been kind of involved in Dream Team and getting kids involved. So let's go back to Dream Team. 25 years. Do you know how and why Greeny started it? Are you the uh, – is historian part of the job description of executive director? It is a little bit part of it. Um, and just having an appreciation for that because when, uh, I was on the team when Greeny was still with the team, so I got to know him and, um, 
he just had a passion for youth. Not only did he have a, a passion for cycling and RAGBRAI itself and the state of Iowa, but he also had a passion for youth. And so he wanted to find a way to get youth involved in this sport, which if you are participate in RAGBRAI, you don't see a whole lot of younger kids uh, enjoying the sport of cycling. And, and so he wanted to get youth involved, and particularly inner-city youth, uh, youth who otherwise didn't have a means to participate um, didn't have the financial means to ha get a bicycle, things like that. And, and so he got together with Forrest from Bike World. Um, they also got the YMCA involved. And those three organizations, RAGBRAI, Bike World, and the YMCA, started that first Dream Team in 1997. So the YMCA was kind of the conduit to the kids. Is that right? Uh, that part of it I don't remember. I know a big part of what they provided was the indoor training because the program started in March um, so that and we always do the indoor training then and before we hit outdoors in April so they still provide that today so we were just in Wellmark YMCA downtown for the whole month of March Thursday or every Monday and Thursday and we'd use their track they would even provide instructors for the spin class and for cardio and so it was a good way to get to know each other as a group and start to get physically active on a regular schedule before we hit the bikes outside. That's awesome. So where do the kids come from? We've got a list of um, social workers um, in central Iowa, as well as school counselors at schools all throughout the Des Moines metropolitan area. So every November around that time, we reach out and say, okay, we're going to be starting a new season here next year. What kids do you know that um, would benefit from being outside, getting on a bike, working hard, having a set schedule, having some boundaries, you know, who would benefit from that that you know? And that could be a lot of kids. <laughs> it can be a lot of kids yeah. for sure. What are, what kind of numbers are you dealing with on an annual basis? So we're taking 30 on RAGBRAI. So that's wow. a decent group of young, uh, <laughs> young minds that are all over the place, you know, and just trying to corral them and get them to the start of RAGBRAI and get them across the state on a bicycle. Um, but that's pretty pretty common, about anywhere from 25 to as high as 40 is wow. about what we take for a typical year. And of what are the ages? 13 to 18. 13 to 18. So tell me the process a kid ends, goes through to end up at the Y on a spin bike in March with you guys. Like, how, how are they... Um, I don't know. How do they get there? That's not, I'm totally thinking of another way to say that, but. Yeah, <laughs> I can go over the process. So, um, so when I, when I roped my, my wife into volunteering, she became the, um, youth recruiter coordinator. So, um, I am intimately involved with it cause I see her do it every sure. year. Um, but like I said, we've got that list of names. So she starts emailing out everybody to find out who the youth are. And once we identify those, and those can also come from word of mouth. Maybe kids that are on the team this year have friends or uh, siblings many times, even cousins, other relatives, people they know that would enjoy the team and benefit from it, that they invite them to enroll. So the enrollment process is basically they fill out this form and we always have to have a referral. So it can't just be, 
um, you know, I want to do this. I'm 13 years old and I want to do this. And my parents say it's okay. We always have a referral from someone like a school counselor or a social worker that says, yeah, there's, there's something going on in their life that they could really benefit from a program like the dream team. Huh. So that's basically the process is we find out who they are, they fill out a form and then we get that referral. And once we've got all that in place, then we say, yep, you're in, they don't need any money. There's no, they don't have to pay anything to be involved. They don't even need a bicycle. Uh, it's preferred to have the skill of knowing how to ride a bike, but we did have eight youth start with us this year who couldn't even balance on a bicycle. Eight? eight. Wow. That was a lot. That was most this we've year. ever had, yeah. just this year alone. So you're not just doing the training to do the miles, and you're teaching them how to get across a parking lot on a bike. That's what we did in April of this year. That's amazing. Three of those are still with us. So there's a, um, a much higher success rate if you come to us already knowing how to ride. <laughs> That's you know, fair. I yep. mean, five months to, to get to RAGBRAI, it's a short amount of time if you don't know yet. But yep. we've got three that, man, were struggling at the beginning, and you always wonder if they're going to make it. And now they're just – they just did 68 miles yesterday. That's amazing. flying colors. That's so. amazing. And they are ready. Yeah, they very cool. They will do the week. Um. So tell me about your week. You say you get together three times a week? Yep. So it's twice a week in March, and then once we head outdoors in April, it's every Monday night, Thursday night, and Saturday morning. Always starts from the same place, downtown Des Moines, because we've got a warehouse where all the bikes are. So the kids aren't you know, taking home the bike and bringing it back all the time. We've got a warehouse full of bicycles. Um, everybody shows up, the youth and the mentors. We've got... Uh, 20 plus volunteers who make this happen this year and we all show up um, at our warehouse get the bikes out get water air up the tires and then group up so it's not third a group of 30 kids and some adults just all you know going down the road or down the trail um, so we're splitting up three or four youth with two adults and then we send them out in those groups one group at a time, kind of space them out a little bit, especially if we're hitting the trails because we don't want to overwhelm the trails um, with the one large group. So that's what it looks like. Um, Mondays and Thursday nights, we get as long of a ride in as we can with daylight. We don't like to be out in the dark. And then Saturday, we really pack on the miles. <laughs> nice. What do you start with on a, like, Saturday in April? A really short one. The very first one is just going from our warehouse downtown along MLK over to Waterworks Park and back. So it's like two or three miles. This is just a get to know your bike, get to know the process. After that, it quickly ramps up. We're going to coming and back, which is 23 miles. And we're doing that that by week two. Wow. So and that does ramp right on up. Ramps up quickly. Uh, it was, you know, ramped up a little bit slower for the ones who were learning. They were still... You know, back at a parking lot, learning how to how to balance and all that. But they quickly re- joined the group and started doing the same distances that everybody else was doing. Wow, how long are you out there? Twenty three miles in April. How long does that? That's uh, that's three hours. Ten miles an hour. Yeah. Okay. Ten miles an hour with the. So that's our that's our minimum speed. We do have a requirement that to qualify for RAGBRAI, you need to be able to keep an average speed of 10 miles per hour. Doesn't always start that way, you know. Um, but I always estimate 10 miles per hour when I'm trying to guess how long a ride's going to take. Because that yeah. way, with the support stop, 
you know, stopping to get water, things like that. That's about what it's going to take So 68 us. miles, you guys were out there like seven hours? Yeah, so we left. We, we started at 8 o'clock, and last was in by 3 o'clock. Hmm. Wow, that's a solid day. That's a huge commitment for volunteers. Where do you find people to mentor? They're angels. Yeah. Um, the, now, you said they are angels. You should say <laughs> we are angels because you are an angel. <laughs> You have been um, at this for a long time. And, and we've got a lot of mentors who have been at this for a long time. You get hooked. Yeah. Uh, which is the cool thing about the program because um, I should say that youth, when they join, it's not a one-year-and-done deal. They can come back. Mm. And, and for me, that's, that's the coolest part about this because I have seen uh, young men and women who join the program at 13 years old and have gotten to know them and seen them through graduation. So they become a part of family, and that's why you keep coming back. It's like, oh, I want to see how she does next year. I want to see how he does. I want to see him graduate. Um, so that keeps us coming back, and we do have a lot of return mentors. But we are reaching out to the community to find the mentors. Our big opportunity to do that is usually the Iowa Bike Expo, which is in January. We have a booth there. We're talking to people about what we do and saying, hey, we're looking for volunteers. If you're willing to put in a ton of time, but have a very rewarding experience, then this could be a good fit for you. Do you uh, require, might be a strong word, but require people to like commit for a season? You know, or can somebody require, help out? I wouldn't say it's a strong word. We have strict requirements because even though they're volunteers, we do everything that we do for the youth of the program. And for the youth, we wanna provide stability and a program that they can rely on. So we can provide the stable hours and the stable venue, but the people are the biggest part of that. And so we don't want someone joining in the middle of the season that they don't know or someone dropping off in the middle of the season. Or showing up for a Saturday ride two times a month. Yeah, because they just they think the Dream Team's cool and they want to hang out with us yeah. for a couple Saturdays. Yeah, well, I could see somebody wanting to do that because yeah. you guys are cool. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it is a big time commitment. They would say, all right, here's our schedule for the season. We want you to commit to the season, and we want you there for half of all the training rides. Oh, okay. So the youth do everything, um, and we want the adults to do, like, out of a Monday, Thursday, you pick one of the two, and then about every other Saturday. Is kind of what it looks like. So that's that, our minimum. And then so many adults go above and beyond that because it's just a lot of fun to, you'd like to be out on your bike riding and here you get to do it with some kids and help them along the way. Nothing wrong with that. No. Nothing wrong with that. Where do the bikes come from? You said they don't, kids don't need a bike. That's right. So the bikes come from Bike World. Forest Ridgeway and his son Biff have been huge supporters of Dream Team since the beginning. And they provide us with the bicycles every single year. And um, they're uh, hybrid bicycles. They've been trekked for many years. We've got some giant ones this year. And they're just they're good quality bicycles that the kids are proud of, proud to own at the end of the season. And uh, so they, they dip that front tire in the Mississippi River, and that bicycle has become theirs. Oh, wow. So it's not like there's a warehouse with 30 bikes sitting in it, and they just grab a steed and, and pedal it like this bike becomes their own it becomes theirs so when they get picked up um after ragbri they get to take that bike home and it's theirs wow so that's, that's what's cool. cool about them coming back next year the following year is they don't really have that lure of earning a bike anymore but they just come back for the joy of it and for participating in the dream team well and ragbri itself is addicting yes i would attest yes <laughs> <laughs> yes it is 
the pie um, and the ice cream. They love Beekman's ice cream. <laughs> uh, we all, we all do. Yeah, so many. I mean, we could talk ragbri forever. Um, I as a matter of fact, I just on my ride home today stopped at the um, John Karras Donald Call monument or statue, statue or whatever yeah. down in Waterworks, and uh, you know they're set up kind of cool as if they're holding a bike so you like shove their your bike under their hand as yep. if they're holding it and so i had to snap a picture and my my little caption will be uh hey hey john and don what kind of uh pie do you want i'll run get pie you hold my bike <laughs> but uh it is it is all about the pie and ice cream perfect for sure um you have to have, in 11 years, seen some uh, kind of fun, like kids growing up. Yes. 11 years, if they were 15 when they started, they'd be 26. Like, are you still in touch with some of the kids that, like, you? are you getting invited to weddings and graduations and... You know, uh, I've not gotten an invite like that, but I am still in touch with uh, some of the graduates from the program. Um, I've seen some that are, so I've followed them through college, um, some careers. One became a pilot recently for airline. Um, And then some of them are even, there's two of them that are working for RAGBRAI this year. So I get to see them at RAGBRAI. They're going to be at some of the RAGBRAI booths working there. Wow. Um, yeah, and then you just, you run into them at the grocery store, just out and about, and you catch up real quick, and that's a lot of, that's a fun part about the program, too. It won't be much longer, if you stay involved, that you're going to be taking some of these kids who you, the parents you took on RAGBRAI at one point. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's true. Yep. Yep. And that's kind of cool, mm-hmm. even if uh, even if you're not with Dream Team. And I can't, I mean, I'm having a hard time imagining you not being involved in Dream Team in some way. You've been so deeply involved for so long. Yeah. So this is my last year officially volunteering as the director. Um, and for a number of reasons, the biggest one is I've got two kids at home that are, one's in high school and one's in eighth grade, and I know they're not going to be living in my house under my roof much longer. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be spending a ton of time with them over the next several years, a few years. So that's one of the bigger reasons. Um, but we've got a great volunteer crew that's ready to take over and keep Greeny's mission alive for many years to come. Uh, that's awesome. Um, your kids, they do rag bright? No, but I'm working on them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you need some inspiration, I'll have, uh, our kids chat with them. Okay. Were <laughs> they you, hesitant at first and then they... Oh, they didn't have a choice. They all started at zero. Okay. Actually, Ryan was one, so, you know, he might have... No, he didn't have a choice. We drug him along. But they've they've all grown up on RAGBRAI for sure and are still, uh, for the most part, involved, which is kind of fun. But um, I'm looking forward to that. That's something I, I couldn't do with Dream Team because... Mm. Uh, we have a policy that like parents and their children aren't allowed on the team at the same time. Hmm. Um, and so I couldn't drag my kids along, couldn't yeah. bring them along on the journey to see RAGBRAI. They would come out for one night to visit us when we had what's called a family night. Uh-huh. And all the parents of the youth on the team could come out and see their kids, take them out, 
to dinner, see what Ragbri looks like in an overnight town, and our kids would come visit and get a little taste of it. But I'm looking forward to the opportunity to you know ride alongside them and show them what Ragbri is like from that point of view. Very cool. Very very yeah. cool. Um, so describe for me a challenging day. On Ragbri, I can imagine in in eleven years, and I certainly have had challenging days with us and getting our kids across the state and through thunderstorms or or whatever, or heat or wind or all mm-hmm. of the above. But does uh, do you have any uh, memories that you'd share? Oh, we have our fair share of challenges throughout the training season and Ragbri. Um, probably some of the most challenging is when we've had severe weather overnight Mm, i remember mm -hmm. one particular year where we had to evacuate all of our tents and so you got to go around and you know before i did dream team it was enough to evacuate your own tent in severe weather and just take care of yourself (laughs) right (laughs) now let alone 30 kids let alone 30 kids that you know you swore to their parents you know we are going to take good care of them we have a plan we always do every Overnight town we go to, we've got an emergency plan, backup plans, everything's ready to go. And Ragbri is hugely supportive of us. They're always checking in on us. They want to make sure that Dream Team is, is safe and ready to go. And that was the case. I don't remember which year it was. Do you um, remember the town? I don't. No. I'm really terrible at remembering uh, towns. You they know what? all I, just <laughs> jumbled together they for me. They are. <laughs> I used to, re- I could tell you every town we rode through. Uh-huh. And now I don't even know where we're staying. I don't. I mean, where are we starting? Where are we finishing? I don't even know. I mean, I think I could come up with it, but yeah, it's kind of funny how it does just all jumble in your brain. But it does for me. There, there, I will say there's a couple of of towns w- with storms that I remember. Hashtag Sheldon. I don't know if you're there for Sheldon, but that was Lamar traumatic. sticks out for, was it? It was the year where I started in Lamar's. and It, it was, was hot. The next six degrees. It's probably. It was probably two thousand one, two thousand. It was one of my. It was my first year on Ragbri, and it started in Lamar's, and I don't remember where the overnight town was after that, but there was a severe storm, and that's where I, it was. One night where I had to evacuate my tent, and I was drenched going into a air conditioned middle school, and just oh. had to lay. Out. I didn't take anything with me, you know, because I wasn't ready. It was my first year, and. I didn't know what to be prepared for, and so I just went in there drenched, no pillow, and just had to lay on a cold cement floor Ugh. and try to sleep, and I didn't get any sleep. No, no, no. I bet you that was Sheldon. I, that might have been Sheldon. I bet you that was Sheldon. Was that the year that a young man from New York died yeah. because of a tree? Yes, that, yep, yes, yep, yep. That's that the one was, I'm thinking of. That was terrifying. That was terrifying. Yes. I remember we're in a tent, and the lightning, if you ever saw... War of the Worlds, and I don't know what one, but it's one with, like, lightning bolts that just went. It didn't just, like, come down out of the sky and go, boom. It was like, boom. <laughs> just terrifying. Oh I have goosebumps thinking about it. And then the wind just took the tent and was, like, whipping it all over. And we've got three little kids. Noah was one. And uh, holy moly, like. I'm trying to hold the tent up so we can find the exit and the zippers. This 75-mile-an-hour wind is, like, yes. tearing the tent apart. And um, 
thankfully we had our van. We just went and got in our van and we actually did go knock on some doors and nobody let us in. Um, oh, no. But it was like one o'clock in the morning yeah. or something. Uh, but that was that was terrifying. Our kids still think remember that. Like, did you ride the next day? We did not. We went to fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> we did not ride either. the next day. We went to I think it went to Emmitsburg or Spirit Lake or something, mm-hmm. and we stopped and bought a new tent. Yep, <laughs> that lasted for many years and hung everything out to dry. Yeah, and uh, I you think, needed a recovery day. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think D took the kids to a movie that afternoon, but nope, we did not ride the next day. It was terrifying. Yeah. So I wasn't with Dream Team that year. No, no, that, that was, was a my long time first, ago. Yep. That was my first experience of, of Ragbri, and I was hooked <laughs> somehow. I just kept coming back year after year. Um, but the one I'm thinking of more recently with the Dream Team, so we had to evacuate, and the closest thing nearby, our evacuation plan was this little tool shed. Um, and we were able to cram everyone in, and people are laying on big lawnmowers and pallets of fertilizer and it's just it wasn't a great situation but we made the best of it and tried there's, to get some sleep there's for not, a, a, lot bit. Sleep not a lot of sleep happening um just got a little bit once we got the all clear sent them back to their tents and rode the next morning did a storm blow through was it a bad storm it actually wasn't too bad if i recall so yeah. it was more being on the cautious side yeah I, I can recall some like being warned of storms coming through and then they don't amount to much and you know the flip side is sheldon where you this storm blows in and you're not warned and Mm -hmm. i think the towns have been overly cautious since then coming through with the pa systems and severe storm coming through because that happens yep occasionally but anyway so uh that was one exciting memory but you did ride the next day we did that's awesome we did ride other challenges is the the youth themselves, everyone has an off day. Um, Dream Team has a policy that we don't sag one mile. We don't wow. sag at all. So if you're going to earn that bike, you're going to ride every single mile the entire week. So that can make for a long day sometimes. If you've got someone that's stubborn, that says they can't do it, they're feeling done, and you just got to talk them through it. Maybe take a little extra time in a town, get some ice cream, get some cold Gatorades, sit in the shade for a little bit, and then press on. So that can make for a long day. It can make for a long day for our mentors. If you have to ride at someone else's pace that's not your own, that is challenging. Um, but we do it every single day. And so those are some of the biggest challenges that we face. But then they are made up for when the next day you ride with another group and it's just totally different experience because you kind of bounce around between groups all week long and you just had a blast and you just enjoyed everything that there is to enjoy about a day on rag bride together. And so your spirits are lifted and you're recharged and ready to go again. Yeah. I, I like how you said everybody has an off day cause it's true. It's, and that's the hard thing. I'm, I'm relating this to kids mm-hmm. and growing up with our kids on rag and everybody has an off day. Everybody has an off hour on every day, (laughs) but, um, you just, you get through that and helping that we know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. We know that tomorrow will be a better day and finding the ability to communicate that is a challenge. Yes. Like how do you, when there's 35 miles, hilly, hot, windy miles left, Mm -hmm. how do you communicate that? Like, I promise it's going to be okay. 
Yeah. No, it's not. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm, I can't pedal another inch. Yes. You can. You'll you'll be okay. Have some pie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that that comes back to a big reason why we have that requirement for mentors. If you're, you need to build that trust. Right. And so when I tell you it's going to be okay, remember when. Remember when we made it all the way out to Panora together and there was a headwind and we dealt with it then, we'll deal with it together today. So you have to build that trust together. And when you do that, they, they, tr they do trust you and they're like, okay. Now they might not trust me when I say this is the last hill because I've been known to, to say, yep, just one more hill and then we're, it's flat from there on out and okay. I, There's three more. <laughs> I will get you out of that because you say under your breath after you say this is the last hill until the next one. Yes. <laughs> yes. Until the next one. Um, uh, kids coming back. Have you seen kids like come back and give back to the program, become mentors, become volunteers, become um, uh, support crew? things of that nature? Um, I'm sure that's happened over the years. It was close to happening when I was on the team uh, with a, a graduate from the program who was going to be a mentor, but that was in 2020. So he mm -hmm. started volunteering with us and then the season was cut short. Yep. Um, but I have seen, even while there's still youth on the program, so they're, they're maybe 17, 18 years old, I've seen them give back just in the way that they interact with other students on the team. Um, if there's a new a first year rider on the team, I've seen someone who's been there three or four years showing them the ropes, telling them things to look forward to on RAGBRIDE, just make it through these trainings and this is what you have to look forward to. They're kind of like junior mentors in a way. They help us mentors a lot. That's awesome. Kind of like, uh, um, uh, camp counselors. I'm trying to think of the, like junior counselors mm -hmm. or whatever at a camp. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, do you have a particular joyous story of a delight, a favorite day, uh, yeah. especially successful kid? Tons of successful kids. The one that... I'm most proud of because of the involvement I had with this young man. He's still on the team this year. And when he started with us in 2019, um, he came to the team really unsure of himself. The one thing he was sure of is that he couldn't do it. He was just had a really negative attitude outlook about what he was capable of, very down on himself. He was the just the hardest person in the world on himself. Um, how, how did he choose to be on the team? I, uh, I need to ask him that. Cause I, I wondered, you know, how did you get signed up for a five month long program? That's going to take you on rag pry. And you, I'm going to find that out. Okay. Fair enough. Um, but he did get signed up and March went fine. Indoor training was fine, but April got here and almost every single ride was a challenge. Oh, and he could just talk at you from every s different angle as to why he can't finish. And he would have an excuse and a reason and he, they would just come at you one after another. So he would really try to mentally wear you down. Um, and then we'd be out in the middle of nowhere on a trail or a road and he would just toss his bike into the ditch 
and toss his helmet down and say, I'm done. And then he just wanted to be done. Wow. And so it would take coaching and talking to get him back on his bike and to continue. We woke up one morning on a camp out because we, we would do three camp outs during the season as well to get them ready for rag brats. Not just biking, right? But right. They got to know how to set up a tent, tear it down. And one morning, you know, we rode out to, I think it was Jefferson, and he woke up Sunday morning and just said, I'm not going to ride. I'm not going to do it. And so we had to, we said, yes, you are. There's one way back to Des Moines. It's right. on your bike. And um, so after a lot of struggle, various adults talking to him, talking to his mom, saying, hey, he wants to quit. She says, nope, he's riding with you guys. So got him on his bike. And then he threw a tantrum in uh, Panora as we were going along the Raccoon River Valley Trail again tossing the bike and just started walking off and he and I had a confrontation and and um, that was the whole rest of the day was just kind of temper tantrum confrontation and that's what our training season was like so it was just a year that was long I was sure that was a long year it was a long year and every year we always talk about as a leadership organization if there's any youth that don't qualify for RAGBRAI are they not ready um do they just take up too many resources? We got 30 kids to get across the state and we've got only so many volunteers. So yep. if one person's going to require two or three people, that's just undoable on some levels. So um, this was, uh, we had a discussion about this young man and we decided we were going to take him on RAGBRAI and man, he got to RAGBRAI and he was a totally different kid. Really? And so all this to lead up to saying that i remember i think it was wednesday when i rode with him it was the longest day and these are all pre-planned the week of ragbri we've got all the groups of youth lined up and who the different mentors are going to be every single day i signed up for just riding with him the long day because i just had the most history with him that year i thought you know what he and i are just going to plow through the longest day together and so i was just mentally prepared for a long battle but it was actually one of the best rides I've ever had. Really? Hands down. We just had a great day, a great pace, good attitude. We enjoyed everything there is to enjoy on a day of RAGBRAI. And that was his week, and that was my day with him. So that was one of the most memorable experiences I've ever had. And he's still on the team. He's riding better, faster than ever. Um, no tantrums. He's just a, a new person. The training really. rides are going well? Training rides are going well. So he, 19 was his first year, 20, no RAGBRAI. 21, he did fantastic on RAGBRAI, and he'll do fantastic again this year. Huh. How is he with the other kids on the training rides now? He's got, uh, he does a good job of, of um, teaching some of the first-year riders, some of the first-year riders that he sees in himself uh-huh. <laughs> in his first year. Yep. Kind of see their tantrums or how they react and, um, so he'll, he does a good job with them and then he really likes to ride with the fast group. So mm. even though on the, on that first year, it was a challenge to get, he was always the last one in and now it's a challenge to slow him down <laughs> to stay with the groups because yeah. he just wants to take off. He's just gotten really good. Huh? That's awesome. That's a great story. Um, what does dream team need to be successful? from the community, from finances, from the community, Yeah, basically. 
Um, like, what's it take to have a successful year for you guys? The the three biggest things I can think of is we need the the volunteers, um, and we we always struggle to find enough every year because it does take a special person to sign up for a program uh, like this. That's such a huge commitment. Yeah. I mean, it really is. So the wider net we can cast, I think, that we, we can helps us find those people. Yep. So we need the volunteers. We need the youth because um, we always have a little more room, you know, if, if, if someone knows someone who, who would be a good fit for the program. And then we need the money, and it's about $2,500 a kid to get them for the program. So that's what Soup we raise. Soup to nuts? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Like, what happens during the week? Like, do they pull a 10 out of their pocket and pay for pie and uh, bratwurst, or does Dream Team pay for all that? Dream Team pays for everything. Wow, so that's we, we give awesome. them basically an allowance. This is how much money you have for breakfast and lunch and snacks throughout the day. And we give that to their mentors um, so that they can hold on to the cash for them. But, yeah, they go – they can spend that on money throughout the day. We feed them dinner at night, and everything's provided. So when you say you feed them dinner, how does that work? Um, a couple of different ways. We either cook in camp or we'll give them money to go to the expo and oh, okay. get, pick out their own meal. So you haven't lined up with the church to get a pasta dinner at – We have tried that before. Yeah. The trouble there is it seems like you've probably experienced a, a church running out of food. Oh, yeah. And our team is kind of coming in spread out, and so we, oh, we can't guarantee sure. that the last ones getting in are going to have a meal. Yeah. And we've run into some problems there in the past, so it's best to rely on our own cooking or going into to town where there's a bunch of food vendors where they're guaranteed to have some options. Yeah. But, yes, I love those church dinners, so we've tried to make that work in the past. Yeah. Sometimes they're good, and sometimes they're really not good. (laughs) You never know what you're getting. (laughs) Hot day, and it's no air conditioning, and it's just they're overwhelmed, and Mm -hmm. some of them can be quite challenging. But, boy, when you're hungry, though, at the end of the day. You're reading those signs as you're coming in. It's like, yes, boy, I want that. Yep. Uh, Tell me what a water tower means to you. Oh, everything. (laughs) It is, isn't it? Even if they're, even if the, the the youth, the teenagers, even if it's their first year on Ragbri, they already know because we've already trained them. <laughs> um, like just yesterday when we went to Monroe, it's like, oh, there's the water tower. We're so close. Um, so they're going to be looking for those on Ragbri. Um, but um, they do mean a lot, you know, get into that next town. But our training rides are tougher than Ragbri because we'll go 20 miles without a stop and mm-hmm. there are some 20 mm-hmm. mile legs on rag right for, for the most part you're 10 to yep. 15 yep so um we go longer distances with shorter stops on all of our training rides and um so we're ready for the shorter distances on rag hmm. um yeah i i people ask me about rag and oh, i just don't think i can do 80 miles and it's not an 80 mile day it's yep. eight 10 mile days yes and you go to breakfast and then you go to pie and then you go to hot whatever hot dog on a stick and then you go to more pie and yep yeah it's games in between all yep. that stuff that's yep. what we tell them don't worry about the mileage for the day just worry about the mileage until the next town yep we yep. have a good time there and then you'll be on to your next journey do you have kids who want to do the extra john Karras 100 mile loop yes so um first year riders do not qualify but okay. if you come back to the dream team, 
then you can opt in to do, to do the Keras Loop. And we have a handful, maybe five or six every year, along with a couple of mentors that do it. And they get that patch. We all get to do it this year. Yeah, I know. Pretty excited about that? Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a long day. Uh, we're just really hoping for good weather. A tailwind. It is flat up there. It's a flat journey that day. And I absolutely know that every single student on our team is ready to do 105 miles as long as there's not a headwind that's going to slow us all down headwind or 106 degrees or something yeah yeah so they're ready we'll get up early that day and take advantage of the cooler temperatures early in the day try to we'll encourage them to go fast early on and then they can go a little bit slower at the end of the day if they've if they've uh, gone sufficient distance early on what do you guys do about breakfast do you eat at the town you sleep in or do you like get out on the road and eat we uh we provide some simple snacks in our camp just to get them going like a granola bar or something granola and bar, a banana. pop tarts maybe mm. some donuts oh. you know it's not all healthy <laughs> so i'm stopping by the dream team camp yeah. every morning coffee we, we tell coffee? them that pie and ice cream is a healthy option on ragbri so i mean pie has fruit in it typically <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, it's just a little something to get them going and then they'll find that first stop and get breakfast. Yeah. Cool. Do you have a favorite food on Ragbri? Me personally? Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I always enjoy the, the fresh sweet corn, you mm. know, dunked in a big vat of butter and. By the Iowa Sweet Corn mm. Association or whatever? Any or anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> anywhere yeah. yeah. I love those sweet corn guys. I mean, it's free. Yeah. You wait in line, you got to do a little propaganda show sometimes, but uh, that's all right. Yep. You learn what corn, what products come from corn, and yep. it's more than sweet yep. corn. But and then I mentioned Beekman's earlier. That's mm. a favorite of mine and a team favorite. So yeah. They know they're getting close to the end of the day, for one. Yep. And even if it's a long line, they're willing to stand in it. And it usually is a long line. Yeah. It usually is, but uh moves quick. Yep. They know how to serve people out there. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you personally have a favorite memorable day on Ragbri? Um, a few years ago, when I went into Lansing, like it is this year. I don't know if that was 2017. Again, these all jumbled together. They do. I, so I, whenever the last time was recently. that we went into Lansing, um, the, tour, the route at, actually had us hitting the Mississippi River twice that day. That's right. Remember that? Yes. Harper's Ferry, maybe? Y- yes, I think yeah. that was it. And so that was the last day of the week. And my job that day, instead of being assigned to a group of youth, was I got a nicer camera, and I got to ride ahead. And I was to be in Harper's Ferry before anybody else. And I was going to take pictures of each youth dipping their tires in the river. And we were going to do it there instead of in Lansing, where it was just going to be really busy and crazy. Yep. And so the reason that was so memorable for me is because I got to see every youth as they came in, knowing that they had just completed the week of Ragbrae. They All they had was just a little jaunt from there to Lansing to finish their day. So I got to see them, uh, talk to them, congratulate them, and then have a little private photo shoot with them, dipping their front tire in the Mississippi River. And so I'll never forget that because that was just really unique to be able to experience each and every one of them coming in and see the smile and the confidence and just everything, all the emotions that come with yeah. dipping your tire in the Mississippi River. D- 
do you guys get together outside of the final town and roll in together like we, some teams do? We do. Yeah. Um, and we even did that that year, and we do it every year. So uh, usually about a mile or two before the dip site, we get together, and we line up two by two, and we're all wearing our Dream Team jerseys that day. And so we'll have two mentors in front, and then we have all the youth, and then in the back we have the rest of the mentors, and we ride in real slow, two by two. We've got a little chant that we, that we sing along the way, and just, it's kind of a big deal. That's awesome. It's neat to be a part of. Yeah, I'm sure. I, like, are you getting goosebumps thinking yeah. about it? Have you seen it? I don't know that I have. I mean, we have our own little um, uh, tradition, which is get out of the heat and get our bikes loaded and <laughs> yeah. get some food as quickly as possible. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I feel like we always end up with the Air Force cruising into town either it's fun to watch them yeah it's usually a huge group well. yep. yep um so no i don't know that i've seen dream team roll in together we do try to live stream it on facebook every year oh wow um but with lansing being the towers being overwhelmed with everyone using their cell phone i don't know if it's going to happen this year but if it doesn't we'll still video it and then post it on our facebook page afterwards awesome and what's your facebook page dream team des moines Dream Team Des Moines. Awesome. Look for that on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, how else do people find you? They can go to our website, dreamteamdesmoines.org. We're on, in addition to Facebook, we're on Twitter and Instagram. We've got a YouTube channel with some cool videos. Mm. So all those places. That's very cool. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for your commitment to 11 years serving as the executive director. I don't know of many executive directors who do it volunteer as a volunteer position. So hats off, man. That's like huge commitment. Even mentoring is a huge yeah. commitment. So hats off to you and everyone who makes that commitment. My last podcast was with a guy who is the director of a um, really an international development, racing development team. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly... Uh, juniors and 23 and under. Um, And we talked about how does a kid get to the point that they're ready to race internationally and take home a Stars and Stripes jersey or watch the Tour de France and say, I want to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, we talked about how kids, you know, through high schools and racing on mountain bikes and this and that. And, and I think one of the ways kids are introduced to the bike is through programs like Dream Team and people like you. So I just love that you are bringing new kids to the sport. It's not like they're involved in the sport and they sign up and say, yeah, I'm going to do Ragbride next year. And I already ride my bike a thousand miles a year. Yep. It's like they are referred and they didn't know how to ride a bike in March and they're going on Ragbri. And that literally gives me goosebumps (laughs) thinking about. And then some of the, one of the most rewarding things is then to see them coming back and doing Ragbri on their own or with their own friends after they've graduated. Absolutely. They still love the sport. Yeah. That's very, very, very cool. Can I tell you about, uh, dream team day on Ragbri? Oh, for sure. Tell me anything you want. Okay. This is your I, podcast, not mine. <laughs> I didn't want to hijack it, but no, if I imagine it's, it's some bike of talk your... with Dave, not about Dave. Okay. So it's all about you, you and dream team. 
Well, there's there, there are two things I'm excited about. One is Tuesday of RAGBRAI. Uh, RAGBRAI is officially designated as Dream Team Day. Oh, wow. Yeah. So is that you know, new this year? Yes. Yeah. No, wow. it's not every Tuesday. It's just like Tuesday of this year. I think okay. it's just a one-year okay. deal. Oh, 25th anniversary. Because it's anniversary. our 25th anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. So, and what we're doing is we're doing a massive RAGBRAI-wide scavenger hunt. Ooh. And so we are inviting everyone who's riding a bike that day on RAGBRAI to take pictures with the Dream Team. We've got a list of 10 items that that they could take pictures with the Dream Team doing various things along the route. They upload them to social media and post them with our hashtag of Dream Team 25. And then they get a chance to win some cool prizes like free registration to RAGBRAI next year. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So we want everyone to know about that. Cool. So Tuesday... Be prepared for getting selfies with Dream Teamers. Yes. And so yeah. our team is excited that I think it's just going to, it's a shorter day. So it's okay if we slow down a little bit and just take a lot of pictures with reg, with the reg riders that want to participate in the scavenger hunt. It was probably good not to do that on the 106 mile day or whatever. Yeah. We got to really be focused on riding that day. <laughs> yes, we all do. <laughs> yeah. We definitely all do for sure. So those 10 items are listed at dreamteamdesmoinesorg slash hunt, and they can find those 10 items and participate. So it's already public, Yeah. like the what the scavenger hunt is. Yes. Oh, very cool, very cool. So if we see that um, one of the items might be a, I don't know, a 22-year-old LeMond bike, I can offer that up as like, hey, kids, I've got one of your scavenger items here. So it's going to be items like take a picture of yourself with a Dream Team youth and a farm animal. Oh, okay. So it's like here's a selfie. I've got a goat and one of the Dream Team kids and take a picture or, or eating pie. We said one of them is eating pie or some other iconic rag rye food. It could be like pork chop on a stick or something like that. So is this open to everybody? Yeah. Oh, we so we to. can participate in the scavenger hunt. Yes. It's not for the Dream Team kids. Yeah, it's actually, the ah. Dream Team kids are like the part of the hunt. We're like, what's your hunting? And it's the other 20,000 people out on the route that day that. Ah, I got it. That's super fun. All yeah. right. So tell me again where to find it. Dreamteamdesmoines.org slash hunt. Dreamteamdesmoines.org slash hunt. I'll put in that show notes. Okay. People can click on it and, Great. and find, uh, find that out. Uh, any other celebrations for 25 years? Yes. So, um, and you're invited to this, Dave. So I want you to know about this. We are having a 25-year family reunion on August 27th. Oh, very cool. And it is at the Lawrence Amphitheater in Waterworks Park. Oh, there by the Red Statue. That's Absolutely. So we ride by there on lots of our training rides. So it's it has some meaning to the team. And we're going to be grilling out and sharing photos and videos and stories and it'll be at five o'clock on august 27th and so anybody who's supported dream team over the years we're trying to get the word out to all past graduates of the team all past mentors um, and just get as many people as there as possible to celebrate 25 years wow that's cool i'll have to do some digging i worked at bike world in the 80s and <sighs> always had to take care of dream team bikes so you got some pictures, you think? or some I don't know. I might. I might. I, I sigh like that because it was always like, hey, this bike, we need new cables and new whatever on this bike. And it's a Dream Team one, so get it done now. And <laughs> Well, we appreciate that. You, absolutely, absolutely. But, uh, you know, it was, uh, 
it was a different perspective in those days. But Greeny always came in. John Karras always came in. I knew Karras personally from um, working on his bike, which was a beautiful Jeff Bach. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I remember working on those Dream Team bikes all the time or shipping them, like loading up the van and driving them somewhere and, and you know, delivering a bunch of hybrids from okay. Trek or whatever. And actually, That's we cool. used to take um, – we used to get trade-ins and turn them into Dream Team bikes. Okay. I didn't know you had that connection with the Dream Team back in the 80s. Yeah. I'm, I mean, it was part of my job. It was I worked at Bike World, yes. so that's what I did. Yeah. But, yeah, for sure. For sure. So I've got a history. So who knows? Maybe, maybe I have some pictures. Actually, those are probably on film. <laughs> might be a little more challenging. It to might get to. be. They're in a shoebox somewhere. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, but we'll go through them. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, um, I will look forward to seeing you, and you know I will. We'll run into each other. Absolutely. No I'll get my camera out, I yeah. promise. <laughs> Our, uh, I, scavenger hunt will be us two getting a selfie. We'll send it to Rochelle. Perfect. Who is, She'll look um, forward to that. How old's her kid? Her uh, Brand well, new, right? Yes, Six months? Seven months. Seven months. Yeah. So her kid, boy or girl, I don't boy. remember. He probably won't be on RAGBRAI yet. No, not yet, but no. I'm sure that they'll train him up right. And right, right. He'll do RAGBRAI. <laughs> so we'll, we'll get a selfie and we'll send it to Rochelle during RAGBRAI. Yep. We promise. So, all right, cool. Well, thanks tons for your time coming in today. Love it. Can't wait to see you out on the rolling countryside of northern Iowa. Yes. Flat northern Iowa. Yes, we'll take it. Yep, absolutely. And hopefully cool and tailwindy northern Iowa. Fingers crossed. Yep, for sure. Thank you, Dave. Uh, and again, thanks for your thousand years of service to you and everybody else who commits to that. That's an awesome program. And yes. Couldn't be run without people like you. Absolutely could not. Yep. All right. Peace, brother. All right. Well, I can't thank Brian and all the volunteers who've made the Dream Team a reality for the past 25 years enough. What a commitment. And if you'd like to be on that list and volunteer, be sure to connect at dreamteamdemoines.org. And if you're on RAGBRAI, don't forget to dive into their scavenger hunt on Tuesday. Look for the details on their website as well. We'll be back with another RAGBRAI-themed episode next week. While I'll be riding my bike across Iowa, gathering stories and interviews from one of the greatest bike rides in the world. Don't forget to click the link in my show notes to sign up for your free three-month subscription to Adventure Plus. And also, head on over to bikeiowa.com for all the trail, event, and news in Iowa and around the Midwest. Bike Iowa is the Bike Talk with Dave official online host and has been serving cyclists for more than 20 years. Thanks for tuning in to Bike Talk with Dave. Please rate and subscribe. It actually helps others find the show. And if you want to help improve the show and support it financially, look for Bike Talk with Dave at buymeacoffee.com. And if you do, I'll send you a sweet Bike Talk sticker. Bike Talk with Dave is a production of Summit Media Films. Give us a follow on Instagram or myself at dmabel122. Have a great week, and maybe we'll see you on RAGBRAI.